Hi, this is TJP, otherwise known as the Cruiser Great, otherwise known as the Phil and Slash, and you're listening to the Dark Match Podcast. You're now listening to the Dark Match Podcast. Let's go live into the studio for this week's episode. Absolutely nothing this weekend. Not a damn thing. Nope. Nope. Sat on my home, sat on my ass, watched a little TV, caught up on some shows. Took some naps. Took quite a few naps. Probably about four or five naps total. I think we're uh, we're done. Yeah. Really uh, really uh, entertaining Saturday. Yep. Went to Home Depot. Nope, not no, no, can't <laughs> nope, do it. Nope, nope. Can't no, lie to we the can't, people. Really no, can't. we had a We we were talking it up for a solid month, so at least, at least. I mean, there were commercials. They were continuously at the end of every single episode. We were telling people go buy tickets. tickets. Now. I still think our bio, like all across social media, is like to go buy, buy tickets. tickets. Yeah, get tickets, get tickets, get tickets constantly. So we finally had our uh, event this past weekend. A lot of fun to those individuals that joined us. Uh, even afterwards at Carriage Inn. Uh, it's unfortunate. It was our first time hosting the after party. Uh, if you weren't in attendance, you truly missed out. But uh, even Justin and uh, all props to him and and Jen as well for letting us host the after party. It was a fantastic time. Obviously, we'd love to do it again. Uh, unfortunate part of the entire uh, entire. I guess you could say like the whole experience. Uh, unfortunately, what was time. Uh, yeah, we, did, we really didn't have a whole lot of time. Um, the event ran over. I, I wouldn't say over, but it ran longer. It, it ran longer than normal. Yeah. Like even Justin said. But we're not like, complaining. No, I'm not either. It was a fantastic event. And obviously the main factor being traffic and construction. Yeah. And they thank God they put it out because they put it out at like 2, 3 o'clock. And they said like, hey, like right in front of court time. Uh, there is construction where traffic goes down to one lane. So they gave everyone like a heads up, like, hey, plan accordingly. But still, like people were slowly filing in right around uh, the time where um, where the free-for-all would start. And it's still a great match, um, but it, it definitely made the event go over quite a bit. Um, it ended around, I think, like 11, 15. Yeah, somewhere in there. And Carriage Inn is right down the street. We got set Dude, up. We got, I will say, though, even trying to get out of there, we got lucky. Yeah. Like, when we pulled, like, as soon as we made the turn to onto the, the road, yeah, that light turned green, and we were, we were good, and we yeah. were good to go. And Like, we got there before pretty much anyone else. We walk in there, it started getting set up, and then it was literally, like, I, I, even when we were planning it, I was like, "Look, like you're gonna drive." Like even told my like even told my wife, "I'm like I'm gonna drink, I'm gonna have fun, like just I'm gonna kick back, relax." I had one beer. I know, which was surprising because yeah. after after watching you, because obviously I know nothing, trying to set up all the equipment, yeah. I was needing a beer. Yeah, and you then only had one, one beer, yep. and that was it. I was very surprised. I think it has to do with just like uh, my my history with the equipment. Like I around my equipment, I'm very 
meticulous. I'm very like, oh, like stay away, stand back. So like I don't want to get like too like uh, too tipsy. Yeah. So and, I just and had, plus I had I, one. And let's be honest, we were there on business. <laughs> we were. So and I really didn't want to like get so drunk that I was taking my shirt off, asking people to chest chop me and yeah. shit like that. So we, I think it was best just to avoid that altogether. And, and there was only one person that I wanted to chest chop from, and we'll, we'll get to that here soon. Yep. And I, I'm not. This isn't a spoiler. Unfortunately, the chess shop did not happen. So, well, I think it is there, a spoiler, dumbass. It's not a spoiler because we're going to get to the reason why. No, but it is a spoiler. It is a just, spoiler because no. you, yeah. yeah, yeah, fuck. You I really don't. Up. You really don't know anything about spoilers. No, I really don't. I guess. I, well, um, if you're tuning in to hear the slap or the chop, uh, it's not coming. Um, it's sorry. for a later date. I'm sorry too. So, well, as you, as you will hear, there is good reason as to why. A very good region. So we'll, we'll get to that, but we'll, we'll before we dive into the actual event itself, I mean, we, we had live interviews at the Carriage Inn. Uh, we talked with dang near everybody. Anyone and everyone that we can get our hands on, we, we, we talked to. Well, let, let's be clear. We didn't actually put our hands on anyone. Very true. Hands to ourselves. There was one person. We did. Only one, and they deserved it. But, um, and then, well, then there was another one, but it was because he was saying that we would join him in beating people up. And I put my hands on him like, hey, bro, uh, no. <laughs> like, no. Like, I, I saw him hit earlier. I don't want one of those chops, so you're on your yeah. own. Yeah. Yeah. That, that one was a. Uh... That, that was I got worried there for a minute. I'll <laughs> be honest. I'm, when I'm he's saying, like, oh, I got my boys from Dark Match Podcast. I'm like, no, you don't. Uh, no. No. I'm like, no. No. Uh, maybe. No. Yeah. Uh, I'm do glad I get, you do consider I at least us get a boys, chair? but no. Hey, I'm glad. Yeah, hey. I was also, hey, I'm glad, you know, yeah, you consider us your, 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 boys. your, your, boy, your boys. But Yeah. No, we love you. But you Mis- know who but we scared. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't fight. Like, I, and I, I and especially standing next to the one, I'm like. Man, you're t- <laughs> you're taller than I thought. <laughs> I was standing next. He walked up, and I'm standing there, and it's like, and you're tall. Well, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're no spring chain. Like you're you're I'm a taller like, guy. I'm, I'm, yeah, and I'm six tall. one, and I'm standing next to him. Like, fuck. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, please don't hurt me. But yeah, but we we talked to a lot of people. There was some some interviews had. And that's what we're here to share. There's a lot of people that have a lot of questions, want to know what to expect going into Reloaded 6. And we got those answers. Some, we tried to get Get some answers. answers, And you'll hear how that goes. Yeah. Before we kind of dive into it, uh, some some very surprising news in the the wrestling world. Now, typically when, when WWE comes out with its announcements for the WWE Hall of Fame, it's typically like, after WrestleMania, and they you mean slow- after the Rumble? Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, <laughs> after the Royal Rumble, leading into WrestleMania, but earlier this week they made the announcement of and, two and inductees. Yeah, not even just one, two, two at the same time. Yeah, and, and you made a great point. Like maybe ticket sales are, are struggling. That's, I, that's the at, only thing I can think of. But there's so much. Go- like, can you blame them? Look at everything that's going on during Mania. Like just the entire weekend, like well, maybe it's it, insane. Maybe not even that, but even the fact, like, let's be honest, some of the product is not that great right now. It's not. It, there's so it's like you're, you know, with a, 
Wow, they, you okay there? Yeah, you we're getting a little. Tongue, you getting a little choked up? Yeah, you know this, this roller coaster weather man is really fucking with me too. Oh, tell uh, me about it. Um, no, but it's the product is isn't that great. So with crappy product, you're not going to sell tickets. No, like let's be honest. Yeah, and a lot of people are waiting to see when uh, when NXT is going to be. Um, if AIW, I'm sorry, AEW, AIW. God damn it, dude. <laughs> a, uh, well, it, it's bad when our local promotions initials are very similar. Like, there's a difference of one letter. It's AIW and AEW. So, shout out to AIW. But everyone now I think we is, need to make like AOW. Uh, AUW. That's what we can do. Aww. American <laughs> Universal Wrestling. That's what we can do. Yeah, um, and what, and what, yeah. yeah you what's your initials? A-U-Dub! A-U-Dub! Yeah, it just, just says, aww. It could be our wrestling promotion right now. We just started a wrestling promotion on a podcast. Look at that. Look but, at us. But they announced Batista, which I, I agree with. Yeah. He, he did a lot of, it, even in the entertainment world, he's doing some great things and on Twitter. Come on. That should get him into the Hall of Fame in itself. That back and forth with Brooke. Like with Dana Brooke, hilarious. And then you have the NWO, which I completely agree with. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Do I agree with all of the members that are being inducted? Did they? I did not. No. I did not look into who the, exactly they said. Hulk Hogan. Uh huh. Kevin Nash. Yeah. Scott Hall. Yeah. Xbox. See, but there's, I, there's a long silence there. But. Xbox but uh, no, was and six think when he was that's when he was true, there. and he was. I think he was what number four. That he legitimately was number four. He, he was legitimately number four, but was he one of the originals that came out and literally, like, if, if one thing jumps out to me, it is the moment when, when you're wondering who that third person is, who that third member is, and, and then there was even, a huge buildup, and then yeah, yeah, that, and then even. Anywhere else they want, well, anywhere else. And then he drops the leg drop. Yeah. Yeah, but it was, yeah, that. But then even when they finally came into WWF at the time, like after the whole invasion thing kind of finally died. That it was just a three. That it was just a three. Yeah, it was Scott, Kevin, and Hogan. And then once Hogan started his like his, could uh, you say his his baby face run? His, yeah, his. And face he went turn. back to Hulkamania. They brought in X Pac, kind like, of back. Yeah, like so. I kind of see that. I, I'm not. I don't 100 percent agree with it. It's good for X Pac, um, but at this point, you're saying like, hey, you're being inducted into the Hall of Fame two years in a row. And and here's gonna well. Now he's a two-time Hall of Famer, but which is which is remember how it was like this huge thing about how Ric Flair was the only two-time inductee, yeah. And now you're gonna now then you have in like <gasps> excuse like me. let's say three years Booker T, X Pac, uh, Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels, with Shawn Michaels, yeah. Oh, then, him, him, yeah, because he went in with DX. And now this year, every member X-Pop of the NWO is was, now a two-time inductee. That's true. Because Hulk Hogan's in it. Yeah. Reza Ramon is in it, but yeah. now he's in it as Scott Hall. And then 
Kevin Nash was inducted as Kevin Nash. So he's a two-time Hall of Famer as well. Yeah. So in this case, all of NWO becomes two-time Hall of Famers. Like who would have who would have honestly thought that X-Pac would ever be like a two-time? And I, I think that'll be about it for him. I don't think he'll go in like solo. What do you think? He's going to go in with X-Factor? No, with I don't. Him, like, just no, just no, like, no, just kind of solo. No, he's no, not I don't think he would. I, I he he had some, you know, he he did well. He was he was well. Everyone was out there, but I think yeah, he did. Well, like when he was, back in the day, like they used they. Uh, I think it was Scott Hall came out. I don't know if it was in an interview or if it was like on Twitter or something like that. But like someone was like shitting on X Pac, and he goes, "Look, like we would send new guys out there to wrestle Sean if they couldn't have a good match with Sean." Like obviously Sean Waltman, yeah. But if they couldn't have a good match with Sean, like he, we were shitting on him. Like if you couldn't put on a good match with him, then you you weren't you weren't getting in. Like pretty much, like they would send him out there to like kind of test the waters. So, congratulations going out to him. But kind of diving into it right now because obviously we're here for one reason and one reason alone. We'll kind of we'll kind of we'll oh. mix in some other top stories as well and kind of give our views on uh, some alternative subjects but we had IWC International Wrestling Cartels Pittsburgh Pro Wrestling Classic second weekend, annual second annual at live from the court time in Elizabeth Pennsylvania this past Saturday which we took part in and a lot to talk about a lot to talk about obviously they had the free for all earlier in the night on Facebook Live, the high stakes championship defended Dan Hooven versus Mambo Taliano, but it didn't turn out to be a one on one contest as it turned quickly into a triple threat match, which Mambo Taliano actually came out and complained about. It was his first time getting a singles championship match, and quickly it becomes a triple threat match. So Mambo Taliano is currently kind of staging kind of a sit-in he he wants his shot at the high stakes championship he says that he was not pinned he did not submit he did not lose in a sense so he still should be the number one contender for the high stakes championship i can actually see that being a valid point i I think so too but with reloaded i mean uh, i i don't see that reloaded's a whole different monster oh my gosh it's like it's very similar to like a, a royal rumble like, there's mystery, there's surprise, there's yeah. returns. Who knows who's coming out? I mean, it's all up to the it's all up to the button in a sense. So we have to wait and see what happens. We have to wait a little bit closer to find out what matches are going to be announced and who is going to go up against that mystery role, I guess you could say. And I, I think, if anything, Mambo Italiano has kind of owed it. And... Obviously, Dan Hooven, he's a he's a fighting champion. He he did defend his championship. Didn't well, have a whole lot of luck in the next match, but to but each his own. But, but he, let's still, also but let's also call him by his correct names right now. It's oh, I'm sorry, Hardcore Hooven, Hardcore Hooven. I apologize, Dan Hooven, Hardcore Hooven. So I'm not gonna lie. I know I made this comment. You did. I would love to see if that little the the little, little nugget that little nugget. Starts rolling. Hooven's in the ring. Who's his opponent going to be? And you oh. hear the music of none other than Hardcore Holly. That would be fantastic. Justin Plummer, let's get that booked right now. Let's get 
Dan Hooven, Hardcore Hooven, versus Bob Holly, Hardcore Holly. The battle of the hardcores. Let's get it going. I'm gonna I might rig the system for that one. I might. So that ended Facebook Live, and we went into the Pittsburgh Pro Wrestling Classic Battle Royale, which saw some new faces, uh, some recent graduates of the Iron City Wrestling Academy, some very new faces, some very surprising characters as well. Yeah. Um, one individual that was eliminated twice. <laughs> oh, God. Test two, baby. That, and I, 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 I the announcer that was like, Test two, baby, eliminated again. Yeah. Like, I... I had no idea what to make of him. I didn't either. I had no idea what to I mean, it's, he, he sold the part perfect, but, like, uh, we just thought, like, maybe they lost connection because his entrance music is, like, the sound of, like, a heartbeat, but a very slow heartbeat. I know. I got really confused, and then I was like, uh, they where, just lose? I think uh, also where we decided to sit, all of yeah. a sudden, it's like you couldn't tell what was going on until he just, like... Crept into the ring. He was like slowly crawling up like the trophy, yeah. came back down, started crawling over to the ring. Yeah, yeah. I got kind of confused, and <laughs> I I still don't know what to make of him. I, I, I don't. don't. I, I don't either. So, But either way, fantastic uh, battle royal. Um, and it, it it's it funny came, how it ended, too. It did. It came down exactly like a certain somebody, Xander <laughs> Gabriel. Told us it would. Yeah, it came down to steak and eggs being. Well, I I I gotta take a step back because there was one person that technically wasn't eliminated. That we no, he was not. He was not eliminated. Oh God, is this gonna be Axelmania all over again? Uh, yeah, the Lebanon Don did not get eliminated. He never technically entered. He was in the ring. He just didn't go over the top rope. He sat down. He was smoking a cigar. Now, Mandime was also on the outside, um, along with a couple other individuals that were kind of hiding on the outside. So they chased away Lebanon Don. He, he was not eliminated. So I still say that uh, I, I think uh, Lebanon Don and uh, the winner of the Battle Royal uh, have uh, some unfinished business, but it came down to steak and eggs. They were a little bloody to. Well, I they guess. weren't. They were not. Bulk nasty, yes, was very bloody. So, some bloody eggs. I, I even messaged him too. I was like, "Hey, uh, you okay?" He goes, eh, "Looks looks worse than it actually is." I'm like, "Really?" Because uh, not only is your face red, but so is your chest. So yeah, uh, like, yeah I scratched it. I reopened it. Yeah, and then <laughs> he like lifted up his shirt. He's like, Just "Does it blah. look bad?" Like, you're fucking covered in blood. What do you think? It's like, Jesus. I'm like, bulk, man. And like, Dude, I, I, bro. oh my God. So it came down to, it came down to Xander and bulk, steak and eggs. Then Xander grabs he, the trophy. He really tried, man. He really did. He you put on go, a steak costume, oh. tried to put the eggs on bulk. He, no, didn't try. Did. He did. And then that just aggravated bulk, who then broke the trophy stomped on it, and then threw Xander over the top rope, and then Bulk Nasty. Well, in the record books, Bulk, Bulk Nasty won the, the Battle Royal. But forever in our hearts. But forever in, in our hearts. In, steak and eggs. And in steak Xander's eggs. opinion, uh, steak, steak and, and eggs. eggs won it. Xander did have the trophy. Too, I will say. With a Band-Aid on. 
I'm not happy about it. I'm staring at my uh, my Jackson Argos picture right now. It's unfortunate that it, you it don't had have, to end. you don't have it turned around in shame. No, I don't. I'm not. I'm not ashamed. It was a great run. The era of Argos was fantastic. I'm very proud to have been a part of the era of Argos and got to experience it and and and, and see it live on numerous occasions. It's unfortunate that the time that we went. Um, the era of Argos ended. I'm pretty pretty upset about that. But but obviously obviously something we were hinting at. There's there's uh, as you what? would like to say some controversy. <laughs> there there absolutely was there. Um, there was definitely should have been a disqualification and but this, but, but no he was banned from ringside. But he we'll was but he is. We will get there. We'll get there. <laughs> is it baby steps. Baby steps, my friend. Baby All steps. Right. Baby steps. Very, very tiny baby steps. Well, then where do we start, man? We are going to start here. We're going to start with a match in particular that uh, I know we were excited to see. and we were, we, Well, let's be honest. We were excited to see them all. Well, yeah, every single one of them. But this match in particular, I was very excited for because I, I was pulling for one person in particular. Uh, no disrespect. But even now, after uh, the two interviews that we did with these individuals... Um, I'm even more pulling for this person, and that being the women's IWC championship, the queen of the silver screen, Katie Arquette versus Raylan with Justin Labar and Calvin Couture. Well, I wouldn't say that because uh, Justin Labar was not out at ringside at the start of the match. At the, oh, he, Calvin he, was. He, sti- he still left. Who it- throws a shoe? Yeah, I was going to say he Who left. Who throws a shoe? He left his footprint on the match yes and yeah cut me off you dingus <laughs> go right ahead wow wow so winner of the match does go to the well i guess we can just say and still iwc women's champion ray lynn but that doesn't matter because the next night at premier wrestling cleveland the new first ever Premier Women's Champion, the Queen of the Silver Screen, Katie Arquette. My hey, friend. I would like to also point congratulations, out. Yeah, yes, congratulations, Katie. Yes, congratulations. And congratulations to you. I would like to point out that that's twice. You called her by her correct name without me having to interrupt you and well, correct ever you. Ever since I was corrected by Ray Lynn at this point, I feel like it is only necessary to refer to her as the queen of the silver screen. Wait, when when did Ray Lynn correct you? Um, you don't remember when you jumped on the fucking <laughs> Ray Lynn bandwagon and ran my ass over? <laughs> Where I got put into the fucking oh. Dave chair and just put through the fucking ringer all night? Usually I'm the one doing the oh, fucking man. ribbon to you. Dude, it was fucking Bro, everyone great. was fucking, fucking jumping great. on my it was ass. Goddamn great. It was about goddamn time. That's what I feel like all the time, bro. It's fantastic, right? It's a fucking rush, Dude, isn't it? It was great. I know. That's why I enjoy it so much. But after the event, we were able to get a quick interview in with the reigning, defending, still undisputed IWC Women's Champion and a little help from Calvin Couture as well. So let's get into our brief interview and her thoughts with Ray Lynn. <laughs> So we're live here from the Carriage Inn, and following Pittsburgh's Pro Wrestling Classic, what an event overall. I know that we talked about, obviously, the what transpired that has me a little down. I'm still a little disappointed, not going to lie. No, you love it. 
Oh. About what? What are you disappointed about? Oh, well, now we we are. I, I, I'm are upset. About, Personally, I, I, I'm upset because none other than the heir of Argos has, has come to an end, unfortunately. Um, and it's still complaining. Excuse, excuse, I think, I mean, excuse, if Argos excuse, can be a heavyweight, I can clearly be a well, heavyweight, yeah. right? I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. What, okay, first of all, why are you talking to Why are you talking Raylan? about Argos whenever I'm here? They, they well, do have a valid point. Well, they, they, well, they, they did walk up. They did walk up. They did walk up. Why, so we, why are you talking to Raylan without me here? That's I, very I, true, Pat. Fashionista, professional wrestling, caricature. Hello. Uh, second of all, are you insulting? Did I hear you insulting Raylan? Saying Pat that she, did. yes, he did. That she's like she she can't challenge for the heavyweight championship. Is that yes. what you're just yes, saying? There's not what I said. That is exactly what. No, no, no. That's not. Do you not believe in women's equality? I absolutely do. But Pat's an asshole. God, Pat. Wow. How did this flip on me? So insensitive, Pat. I never said that. What an asshole. Wow. So we we go from one event where like everyone's shitting on you, now everyone's shitting on me. It's about fucking time. It really is. It really is. (laughs) Oh, how the tables have turned. It it really is. But shit. I know. A lot of shit. (laughs) We're everywhere. (laughs) Welcome to our podcast. It's been a long night. (laughs) It it has been a long night, and obviously it's been a long road leading to the outcome of tonight. Obviously, for those individuals that weren't live or watching on the IWC network. You put to rest a challenger that you... Let me just say, it's not just started with Katie. This started two, three years ago with Britt Baker. And, you know, it's just finally my time. I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, too, and no one seems to notice that. Rude. Rude. People are rude. (laughs) Who was here the whole time? Ray Lynn. I actually have a 412 area code. Brittany is from Punxsutawney. I'm from Pittsburgh. I am Pittsburgh's hometown girl. Where's Katie from? Who cares? Yeah, where is Katie from? Who cares? Who cares? Something about a silver screen, but everyone actually knows that I'm on television. Yeah, what screen was she on? Actually? What screen actually was Katie on? That sounds like she failed in Hollywood. Right? Unfor- they have valid points. I, I would have we to agree. Argue. Unfortunately, I can't argue. So in this case, with Reloaded coming up in just a few short weeks, obviously anything can happen. One thing is absolutely for sure. You are still going to be walking out there with the gold. More than likely than that, Calvin will be by your side also escorting you. I shouldn't say more than likely. It's obvious. So you're gonna- this is the difference between Katie and Calvin's relationship and mine and Calvin. I treat Calvin like my best friend. I want to party with him. When I win, we win. We're a team. So... Yeah, anyone could come to me at Reloaded. Absolutely anyone can be there. And I'm still going to win. And you know what? Because like I said, it's my time to shine. Pittsburgh is my town. And I'll guarantee that. I'll guarantee she's going to walk out with a win. Like she did tonight. And for all those that say that I cheat, I do this, I do that, I didn't touch Katie once tonight. Can we talk about that? I didn't touch her You know what? Honestly, we lie, we cheat, we steal. We don't care. Yeah. And I don't get blamed for it. And by steal, I mean I steal your boyfriend, I steal your girlfriend. Oh! (laughs) And your jacket. And your jacket. Well, I... You got some nice shoes, maybe them too. (laughs) I know a lot of people said that you had something to do with Raylan's win tonight. We defended you, obviously. They said that you handed something to her. And what did she use? So, in this case... She kicked her in the head. I didn't hear That's what I'm saying. I use my well-educated feet. I hear the commentators say that sometimes, educated feet... That's so silly. Do they have brains? Can they exactly. Learn? Do my Hi. toes have brains? Brains are up here, not down there. I appreciate you guys coming out and obviously enjoy your flight. Thank you, Pat, I guess. No, you're welcome, Pat. This you're welcome, yeah. Pat. And all you listeners See, this out is there, why I keep him around. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about, kind of. <laughs> now I know how Dave feels. <laughs>
I don't like how she spoke to me, but being well, you were an asshole. How was I an asshole? You I heard, she, did you she, not hear? I, I I think she just took my my comment out of context. No, I true. Well, why'd you? Why, no, why'd you, I. She why'd took you it even out of say it? Why did I? Why did I say what? She's the women's champion. She's like, oh, are you in? Are you inferring that I can't compete for the men's championship? Well, you were kind of inferring. I wasn't inferring. Yeah, She's were. the women's champion, isn't she? She is. She is. But why she can't can go she for, go for oh anything else? Oh my you, god! You didn't say. Yeah. Yeah. What an asshole! Wow. Dick. Wow. You know what? Go to fucking L.A. with her and go shopping. Why don't you? Jesus. She went to Florida, asshat. And now she's in Los Angeles doing a movie. Wow. Get with the fucking program, you big old fan. Aren't you the president of the fucking Ray Lynn fan club now? I'm on the president of Make Fun of Pat group. Oh, my God. Dick Weasel. You fucking asshole. I don't want to kid you. Anyway, so moving on from there, a big landscape shift at IWC Pro Wrestling Classic. Shift. Shift. Oh, it was a shift. Are you kidding me? So we'll talk right now about the the dream match that we wanted to see. Oh, I already have a bone to pick. With who? Senor Palace. Senor Palace. Have you seen I his did. Instagram? Baby face. Oh my god. I am Baby. so disappointed in you. Why? You don't know that why. That was he a shaved. glorious beard. It was a glorious beard, but you don't know why he shaved it off, and he can grow it back in no time. Dude, that was like that looked like it was a Can we make a bet right now that results in you shaving your beard? <laughs> Never happening. Okay. I wish I could like grow one. I really do. Dude, mine is nice and It looks so warm. It probably keeps your neck all nice and cozy. No, because I don't let it grow down my neck like a dirty hobo. Wow. Did you just insult Andrew Palace? No, because his was at least nice and there and Yes. Want well, to know who has the best beard in IWC right now? You mean our heavy the our heavyweight champ? No, he does have a good beard though. But I, I'm jealous of the beard of uh, Jimmy Vegas. Wish I had his beard. Yeah, Jimmy true. Vegas has the best beard in IWC. We can just start a feud right now with people like uh, with with like a no shave November, pretty much. Just who has the best beard? Best beard right now, in my opinion, he just, Jimmy Vegas. Uh, was Pal- Andrew Palace? But Palace, Palace just looks one. so out of place now, man. It why? <laughs> why would you shave your beard? Why? But anyway, <sighs> fantastic match between him and John McChesney, and was absolutely a dream match. We all wanted to see it, and we were all happy that we got to see it. Very unique. I mean, Jesus, how many close calls in that match were there? That match was fantastic. I did not. I'll. I will be honest. I did not expect the finish to go as it did. I didn't either, but that's what made it even better. I thought there was going to be like a big spot or something. There, there was big spot after big spot. They're all kicking out, kick out, kick out, kick out, kick out everywhere, and then just a small package, just a what? What is it? A, a, a pulse package, as it was called ah, on a pulse on a, package on a, on a particular podcast there. Ah, but we miss pulse package. But there, there was a, a small package win and victory for one Andrew Palace and a fantastic match and. Kind of going off of the whole chest chop discussion. The, if there's one person I would not take a chest shot from, and I would, I am game for any chest shot. Anybody that says I want a chest shot, I, yeah, I got, am game. Oh, I should have gotten plumber to, to like hold that. you down. Fuck that. I am not taking one from John McChesney. That, that turn it hockey fight style, just throw your shirt over your head and then just smack the shit out of you. Wow, you sound like Fulton right now. Jesus. 
How many times did I have my shirt thrown over my head? Like, I can't see shit, and then I just take a chest chop. Worst is when I, I fucking throw the shirt over my head or I close my eyes. Like, oh, waiting for it. Oh, that didn't hurt too bad. Oh, that's because he didn't fucking hit me yet. That's why I didn't feel shit. I was like, oh, my chest is numb. I couldn't feel that. And then I open up my eyes, and he's like a centimeter away from my chest, full speed. And then I don't clinch when he hits me, and it fucking hurts. So, But there was a very unique moment that happened after the match. So obviously, after a very stellar match, none other than Mandime, Elijah Dean comes out with his dime piece, which everyone's kind of asking at that point, well, where is this going? There's a lot of... There, there's a lot of back, por- back and forth all across social media between Mandime and Johnny Patch constantly. So you would assume that he, he's going to try and make a uh, make a case for the Super Indy Championship. And he comes out in a match following John McChesney and Andrew Palace. Well, then he tells him that he needs to watch his back. Next thing you know, he gets jumped by John McChesney. A lot of people are kind of questioning what the heck is going on in that case. It starts beating him down, beating him down, beating him down. He picks up Palace and then tells him to look at look at Dime Piece, and she reveals a Team Big League shirt, which is a group that we haven't seen in a very, very long time. And you just look at some of the former former individuals that were in Team Big League. One in particular. None other than the current Ring of Honor television champion, Shane Taylor. Shane Taylor is a former member of Team Big League. Another one, Bill Collier. If you don't know who he is, research him. Google it in the words of Paul Heyman. But that's just a name too. But this is a group that, especially in the tri-state area, has really revolutionized a lot of careers and he's reintroducing it, and he has partnered up to start right now one individual being Elijah Dean. Now, there was another individual that was introduced later on in the evening, but we'll, we'll get to that here in a moment. But kind of moving on from there, there, there was another big match and a lot, of, uh, a lot of questions in regards to this one, that, of course, being the match between Johnny Patch and angelic which you and i kind of had our predictions going into the match yeah we, we were kind of saying well i see angelic winning this but i don't see him winning it this soon and kind of just being the the marks that we were and the dicks that we were we were yep. like uh, i i don't see it happening this quickly yeah we're we're being the smarks and trying to like, ju- ju- think think long-term plan exactly so we pretty much said, like, we don't see Patch winning this. Sorry, buddy. Sorry. We don't see him winning this. Or if he does, it's going to be in a very unique fashion, like a quick roll-up or something like that. Yeah. It, it wasn't going to be where he... He won clean. He, well, I wouldn't say clean. like Because, like, a roll-up is clean. I just... It wasn't going to be, like, where Angelic was down on the ground. He hits him with, a like, a shooting star press, and he wins the match. I didn't see that happening. I, I, I thought it was going to be something, like, quick. I think that's better than saying winning clean. It was going to be something quick. Yeah, I see. What like you're he saying. was going to outsmart him in a sense. Yeah. Like that's what we kind of thought. If All if right. Patch was to win it. Yeah. But the one thing that we kind of both agreed upon the most was this is probably going to end in DQ in some way. That's exactly what happened. That yeah, 
and DQ. Yeah, hit hit him with the powder. Match ends in a DQ. Patch gets uh gets carried out of the ring and and helped guided. I wouldn't say carried. He got guided down the uh down the aisle way. And he is still the IWC Super Indie Champion. And that raises a lot of questions going into Reloaded once again. In this case, who's going to go for the IWC Super Indie Championship? He, he's come out on social media, all across social media, telling anyone, hey, I, I'm a fighting champion. Whoever wants a piece, you can come for it. doesn't matter if you are a Super Indie or if you're the biggest guy in the ring, the smallest guy in the ring, the newcomer, the veteran, whoever. I'll, I'll take you on. Uh, I'm game. So hopefully he has that same mentality going into Reloaded 6 because he, he's not going to have any prep time. He's going to have as much time from the second that person's music hits to the point where they get into the ring to prep for this match. True. And this person, the same amount, too. They, they don't know what's going to happen. So we'll have to just wait and see. I'm, cu- I'm curious, too, who, who his opponent is going to be at Reloaded. I, I completely agree. I'm excited to see it. Well, there was another big moment that happened as well, kind of shifting over to the tag team division really quick. There was the Regulators taking on the team of Spencer Slade and Zach Nystrom. Let, it's Well, the the team of Lawless and Order as part of the Regulators. Let's, yes. yeah. But they're still the Regulators. Yeah. Like, you still say the Undisputed Era no matter who the tag team is. True. Like it's they still referred to them at Lawless and Order there at the Lawless and Order. I I, I agree. It was a funny match too. There, there oh, were some dude, funny it, moments. It really was. The, the fact that like his family was kind of I I don't know exactly whose family because there was a there was a lot of signs or a lot of shirts. There was a lot going on. I don't know exactly whose family it was, but they were a riot, and and Lawless was a riot kind of dealing with it. I don't know what kind of relationship he had with them, but it was definitely hilarious. So, kind of moving on from there, match kind of went as you would expect a quite a quite dominance uh, in the act of Spencer Slade. I mean, let's give it to Spencer Slade. The the kid is a stud. He, he's, he's built like a brick shit house. Yes, he is. He, he's built. He he's got the physique. He's got the speed. He's got the style. And then you got Zach Nystrom, who I I mean, he's no spring chicken either. Uh, he, he's not out of shape or anything like that. Just no disrespect. He he doesn't have the build uh, of Slade, but it just as quick, just as fast, and just as quick on his feet too. And the match, unfortunately, resulted in Lawless and Order picking up the victory in, in a quick fashion, in a very unique fashion. And then there was a very unique situation that happened after the match, and that, of course, being... Man Dime and Elijah Dean coming back out, looking as if they were going to make a proposal to Slade, and then quickly stating, mm, we weren't talking to you. And that's when Zach Nystrom decided that he was going to attack Spencer Slade, and he was going to join the ranks of Team Big League. And create this faction as we now know it's team big league and who, who knows are we going to see another member is there going to be someone else introduced especially with reloaded coming up and a potential return coming out are we going to see another member added only time will tell but after the event we tried to get some words in with johnny patch 
and uh, we had a uh, we had some visitors. We had we had some visitors, and uh, stuff went down. So uh, let's kind of uh, go into that right now. Yeah, I do have to ask, how you feeling? I'm a little sore tonight. Gory uh, dropped me on my head a few more times than I would like, and would not recommend it to anybody. Well, for those individuals that were not in attendance, we have none other than the American Daredevil, the IWC Super Indie Champion here after a hellacious battle here tonight at IWC Pittsburgh Pro Wrestling Classic, the second annual event in a hellacious match, ended in disqualification. And I'm I'm sure you're looking for retribution, but that will come at a later date. But overall, this is someone in a very unique situation. So for those that haven't been following along, you and Gory have kind of been running partners. Wait, 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 wait. Who? Well, Gory, and Ooh. we were we were gonna get there. Don't we? But hold, he's he's not Gory. He, he's not. But you're you're kind of jumping the gun here. You're like my mother-in-law when she watches a movie. She doesn't just let the movie happen. <laughs> she just wants to know what the fuck happens. So you're you're kind of jumping the gun here. It's like, hey, the boat and the boat sinks in the end. But it's the story that leads to it. Okay, that was three get, hours. Get yes. Yeah, I'm getting there right now. But obviously, you and Gory were te- were running partners for a while. Yeah, he took me under his wing there for a little bit. He. Uh, brought me in he kind of he kind of seen what i was becoming with the super indie style wrestler before i even had the opportunity at the super indie title and it was uh i was very humble very appreciative for him doing that but i did not plan for the circumstances and the events leading up to it to portray as they did i definitely thought i was getting set up going into uh our last show at winner takes all and that's why i decided to take a super indie title shot over that obviously a lot on your plate right now because i i personally i i don't see anything that was really resolved tonight with with angelic if anything i I think it kind of escalated the whole situation more than more than it was previously yeah i was worried going into this like this was going to be my first true test at the super indie style i've wrestled josh alexander i wrestled elijah dean and both admirable and very formidable opponents but none of them represented the true super indie, high-flying, high-risk, screw-your-body, let's-see-what-happens kind of style. Angelic definitely uh, set the stage for what it means to be uh, a super indie champion, and I wanted to test my skills just to see if I have what it takes to hold this super indie championship title around my waist. If it really means as much as i want it to mean the only way that we're going to see what's going to happen next is for those individuals that want to check it out at reloaded six anything can happen it could even be john mcchesney who knows i'll and tell you what wrestling I- i'm very terrified right now as uh, we we do have some guests yes, walking up right now speaking of john mcchesney the new team big league form tonight hey johnny patch hello big i got league. two of my great How's friends going, here. buddy didn't i just beat him i got friends month? now i got hey, friends punk, let's Didn't I just him clean last week? Too bad this isn't on video, because if it was on video, we'd tear you apart right now. Well, should probably go back inside. I'm surprised they let you out of the nursing home so early. Oh, this guy. This guy. I can't wait. So we we do have Team Big League right now, and for those individuals that weren't present at Pittsburgh's Pro Wrestling Classic tonight, a very big churn of events during the match with... And it was a Pittsburgh dream match. We had Andrew Palace versus John McChesney. And following the event, Mandime decided to come on out. Ooh. Make your thoughts. Don't, your thoughts. Mandime your thoughts. did exactly what he was supposed to do. Exactly, exactly. what I was supposed to do. Yes. You need to uh, wipe that 
Hey, Wipe what off my face? Huh? This is gonna get. Uh, uh, this is your sister's get, extras, buddy. Should this get physical right now? Three versus three right now. What you I don't guys think three versus uh, three. Bro, bro. You got the dark, uh, you got the podcast. I got the dark now. match podcast in my corner. I'm liking them odds. Uh, I don't know about mm. that. This I, new team big league is pretty badass. What, what happens to the old team big league? Man, some of them moved on to bigger and better things. I can bring Shane Taylor back at any moment if you'd like. Put I'm him in the ring aware. with you. I'm not aware. He's one of the original Team Big League members. You want me to bring him down here? Who's all the original Team Big League? Oh, J-Rock, Shane Taylor, Sassy Stephanie, calling to this. Big time Bill Collier is one of the original ones, man. There's many guys I can put in this ring with you, man. Do you think that is your a new who's Team who's. Big League can uh, stand up to them? I think both of them could beat you in five minutes individually. <laughs> Oh, but I just beat him last I actually month. beat you in 5 minutes and 35 seconds back in January oh, if you just want to make it short. Was that your last win? Was that your last win? what I just said, but that's okay. Calm down, okay? I could put you in the ring with Mandime. I could put you in the ring with Nystrom and they could take I would love it. They would take your super indie title. Just like that. I know we're not on video, but snap of the I mean, or, or John can step in that ring with you. And what is it? You got seven reigns now? Seven? Seven. This geriatric <laughs> old man might get an eighth yeah, one. Maybe yeah, one, an one eighth. More. Maybe light your chest up a little bit. You might you might need it. I got chest hair. It, uh, it deflects yeah, we'll the see. power. I will give it to you, though, man. You don't back down. Three dudes walk up to you. You're still standing here. We might. Uh, I don't even know what it is. Where's your suits at? Hippie. I mean, look at me. Uh, they are, they yeah, are dre- there. They are. They are. Hey, they're dressed to the T. They're dressed to the T. Like, look at this. That watch doesn't even work, Dime. Need to work. You have zero working watch. We got new ones coming for both of them. Come out. You know what? How about this? I don't know what Justin Plummer has planned, but I know we kicked Palace's ass. We kicked Spencer Slade's ass tonight. Maybe you should find a few friends. Not these podcast guys. And we can all talk a little bit later. Oh, Man, no. you guys just form. You want your asses beat that bad so early? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, this guy. I wish this was on video. We're, we'll see you later. Yeah. See you, Patch. I mean, Johnny Botch. I mean, Patch. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Big League. A true Pittsburgh legend, everybody. One thing that I'm really, unfor- I'm really, really upset about is the fact that you brought a prop to the event and you didn't even get an opportunity to truly use it or said, or or even give it to the individual. Oh, and I totally didn't wear it in like I said I would. Yeah, you should have. You should have. Everyone would have just. I mean, you were decked out in Ohio gear, so people probably just expected you to be in a helmet anyway. Fuck you, dude. I, I'm I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying just the atmosphere that we were in. We got booed at the after party when, <laughs> when we said like congratulations to Ohio <laughs> State. People started chanting. Oh, we, well, yeah, we're in. Yeah, uh, we're, we are in that is Big Ten country. Actually, Pittsburgh's more ACC country, yeah. but then it's Pittsburgh. It's just kind of dirty because we hate Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh sucks. Wow. And, okay. Mm. Tell us how you really feel, bro. Fucking hate Pittsburgh. Well, you brought in a technically helmet. we weren't in Pittsburgh, so well you, you did bring in a helmet. You brought in your uh, your Legends of the Hidden Temple helmet. And you wanted to give it to <laughs> Jimmy Nuts. Hey, he did appreciate it. He did. He did. When we did well, talk to him. Well, he, here's one major thing. So that was the final chapter of the saga of Jimmy Nuts and Dylan Bostic. Holy shit, though. One moment in the match with the chair shot to the head. Um, Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> holy shit. It's like, God damn it. He's like, oh, all I heard was like ringing in my ears. I'm like, holy shit, Jimmy. Like, not are you, again. We're like, are you, are you sure you're all right? Should have given you the fucking helmet. Yeah. Should have gave you the helmet, bro. But it came to it where the winner 
And putting the final stamp on it was none other than Jimmy Nuts. Uh, and it was fantastic meeting him, too. So it was uh, fantastic meeting you, buddy. We should have uh, got a picture with our fellow Cleveland Browns fan. We, we should have. about that. I, I, I got it. We got his autograph. We I should say I. We. We got his autograph. And he handed it to me, and I even looked at him, too. I'm like, if you don't write Go Browns on it, I'm going to call this a total loss. That's very true. So he he did write Go Browns on it. But one, uh, one particular uh, surprising, surprising moment uh, no announcement whatsoever. Kind of a, a shock to to a lot of people that were reading it. Like, yeah, this can't be true. So that was Dylan Bostick's last match in IWC. Yeah, like what the fuck, dude? Yeah, no announcement whatsoever. No, uh, no precursor. Like what the fuck, at dude? All. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. Um, I yeah. I have. A th- we're gonna pull. I'm gonna pull a bit here from. From a potential fan of ours, uh, okay. I have a theory. What's your theory? Uh, well, actually, maybe not be really a theory, but he, he was posting something like a month or so ago, or at least through, I want to say, Instagram stories that there is, I think, a new company coming up. I think more in the Indiana area where he's based. That I wouldn't be. I think that's something that he may be helping kickstart. I could be wrong on that. Well, and at the same point, he he has been featured on a AEW. lot of other places, yeah, all over the place. He was on he was on AEW. Um, he's been that's true. In, he he's been in Office Championship Wrestling. He is based out of the Indiana area. We, I mean, it's not that far of a drive to Chicago. Who knows? At this point, I, I wouldn't be shocked if uh, if that was his main reasoning was just. Uh, to take a little step back from uh, from IWC, he he's done a lot with IWC. Who knows? Maybe uh, he he says farewell, but he'll be right back there in January. And you, you see a uh, super indie tournament coming up. I mean, it's a great opportunity to welcome him back. That's very true. But who also knows uh, what else is going on as well? Uh, he could be making a career change. Who knows? But best of luck to him. It's unfortunate that we didn't get to see you after afterwards. Uh, and, and truly say goodbye to you, but uh, we, we, we wish you nothing but the best, and, and uh, hope- wish you would have had your curtain call as well. Yeah, and hopefully we will talk to you again soon. Hopefully, hopefully. So, I guess uh, from there. Uh, okay. Um, oh, I did have another theory since we. Uh, I, I I I have a theory too, and that's it, why I kind of had that long emphasis. Like, do I really want to get into this theory? But right this now? was but actually with yours. Uh, this goes back to our previous, well, from our most recent uh, group of triads who interrupted us with our good friend Johnny Patch. Hit me with it. A name he brought up about a former member of Team Big League. I haven't heard anything about his potential contract situation coming up. Well, did you see the screenshot that Joey Mercury posted a few days ago? Mm-hmm. Oh, was yeah. he was he on that list of talent who was supposed to be gone? Yes, he is on that list of talent to be released as of January 1st. Well, that's when his contract's up, so Yep, so they're not going to renew his contract. So which is which will be two current champions in a month and a half that you are going to be getting rid of. Yes. You're, I'm sorry. I think your your promotion currently is garbage. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say, or at least the way you guys are fucking running it, because you guys are goddamn stupid. Well. I'm it, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That may why be, are you apologizing? 
There's a lot of heat going coming out of this company right now. Now, We're if this is should if this is information that should be shared, I I agree that there should be some type of decorum. But if you're coming out there saying, "Look, I I don't like how you're running shit," and these people don't know what the hell is going on, and there's an email that's sent out, and there's only three people tagged in it, saying, "Here are the individuals that are being released as of January 1st." When the fuck are you going to tell them? January 1st? December 31st. Yeah, at midnight. Happy New Year. By the way, you're fired. Like, or please. not even fired. It's uh, we're not renewing your contract. Yeah. Like, so it, it. That's why I was saying, like, who's the next member of Team Big League going to be? Shane Taylor's got nowhere else to go. He, he's running his own promotion. He's doing his own thing. He, he believes in himself. Is he really willing to take that step back and join Team Big League when... And this is absolutely no disrespect to, to John McChesney, but uh, Shane Taylor definitely has uh, Shane Taylor promotions running right now. I think Shane Taylor could potentially be that person, and here's my theory, that comes into IWC with his own little promotion, in a sense, and really starts that big league Shane Taylor promotions uh, run for their money. Really just bring in some individuals that he he's felt... Haven't been getting a whole lot of love. I I would love to see him pair up with with Spencer Slade, or maybe even grab uh, Johnny uh, Johnny Patch or Andrew Palace and really team up with them and make uh make kind of like a Shane Taylor promotion. Now, obviously, we're playing what ifs right now, but I, I'm liking what I'm thinking up right now, <laughs> and I would love to see that. I would love to see John McChesney versus Shane Taylor. I'd also love to see Andrew Palace versus. Shit, I, either Nystrom or Elijah Dean, and then I'd love to see Slade get a get a, his hands on uh, Nystrom too. Uh, I see that happening any time now. So yeah. why not uh, bring in Shane Taylor, introduce a, a different faction into the mix, and get things truly rolling here? But yes, sir. Keep, keeping of uh, keeping along with uh, things rolling, we we kind of touched on it a little bit. Let's kind of touch on another faction here, and well two factions in a sense well i wouldn't call the second one a faction but there was a tag team championship match a very funny match uh this for yourself was the first opportunity that you personally got to see one individual wrestle live and in person you you've seen him on tv and dvds and in various other places other than live and in person that of course being the north and I'm referring to Ethan Page for yourself. And I just kind of had to look at you like, you've never seen Ethan Page live? No, I had not. Oh, my God. What a treat. What a treat. Dude, and it was. It, it was. <laughs> the elf ears. The fucking, <laughs> the fucking elf ears. And just the sell with Josh Alexander. He takes off the headgear. And the match kind of starts off kind of joking and... Then uh, he, the Larusso gets the best of him, and he's just like, you know what? Fuck this! He takes off the Hellfears, puts on the headgear, and the entire crowd is like, oh, oh you fucked shit. up! You oh. fucked up! You fucked up, bro! Oh god damn it! <laughs> like he gonna get, he gonna kill you now. My favorite is when Chuck Samson got into the ring, and it's him and Ethan Page going back and forth. And it seems like it's forever for them to like throw a fu- like throw a punch, do anything. And Josh is just like, "Holy shit! Wake me up when someone hits somebody!" Grabs the fucking ring apron, 
wraps himself up in it and goes to take a nap on the ring apron. Not something I expected from Josh Alexander. Oh my gosh. Not something I which made it that much better. Yeah. And then he like jumps out of the ring, sits down, and she's like, Oh my god, like can we fight already? And they, they did. And it was it was a hell of a match. Uh, some funny moments too. Uh, kind of mixing in the comedy, the the banter back and forth between Jock and the crowd, and then Ethan and the referee well, was fantastic. Regulators come out with the victory um, after a little assistance uh, from one cowbell. Obviously, uh, if you are, if you got a fever, the only medication is more cowbell. If you're gonna say it, you get it right. Why don't you shut up, Christopher they- Walken? You have a fever. I got a fever. The only prescription is more cowbell. More cowbell. You, you got to kind of say it. Like, I can't even do a Christopher Walken. I really can't. We just need to insert the clip here now. We we, we should, but I'm I'm too tired. I, I The button's all the way over there for the sound bite, so I don't want to do it. We could. You know what? Fuck, Fuck it. it. Hold on. Let me grab this, this right here. Okay. Okay, here we go. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. Okay, are you happy now? I really I'm, am. I'm like, I'm sweating right now. Like, I got the meat sweats. Like, I had a huge dinner. Why the fuck do you have the meat sweats? I ate a did lot. Did you go to Texas State Brazil? I did not. Dude, I, I now, went, if you want some meat sweats, go to Texas State Brazil. I, I, I have the meat sweats right now. I had myself a porterhouse for dinner. You mm. dirty whore. So good. It and you so didn't. Good. And you didn't call me. I, I tried to call you. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. Bullshit. I wanted to eat it you all for myself. Bitch. All for myself. Didn't even get me one. I might have. It might be up there somewhere. You dick. Yeah, so I got the meat sweats, and you just made me move to push a damn button for a freaking sound clip. Well, good work Anyway, off. regulators yeah, are the new IWC Tag Team Champions, and uh, there was a moment after the match. Santa Claus came out. Uh, Ethan Page had a... Uh, Said that all he wanted for Christmas was one of those sweet cowboy hats, but instead he wants a rematch. We'll see if uh, Santa comes through, but I, I think a uh, upcoming uh, event we'll, we'll say differently, and we'll see what tag team comes out to challenge for the IWC Tag Team Championships. And I, I have a little feeling that uh, TME is going to be in that mix too. So once again, congratulations going out to the main event. This past weekend, they had their tryout at the Performance Center in Orlando, Florida. But before we heard how well that went, we actually uh, got a word in with the new IWC Tag Team Champions and got a little bit of insight, congratulated each other as well uh, on a well-fought victory. Um, there, there were no blows thrown in this one. There, there was no hate. I, I feel like there was a mutual respect among at least one individual of the regulators, and that, of course, being Jock Sampson, being a fellow Ohio State fan. So, yes, sir. Well, we had uh, we had that on our side. So, if if things went south, we knew Jock had our back. But let, let's get into it right now. Let's hear what the regulators have to say after their hard fought victory. So. First and foremost, I want to apologize once again. I know that I did previously, but I do owe you another apology. Kind of came a little hard on you at uh, on uh, on Instagram. Kind of called you out asking, why are you guys in, in a tag team championship match? And I ate my words tonight because you proved exactly why 
you were in that match because we have none other than the IWC Tag Team Champions, the new two-time, two-time tag team we're champions. three times overall. Yeah, three three times. times overall, but the t- two times as the regulators. As regulators. So in this case, I stand corrected. I eat my words, and, and I apologize. Um, and congratulations as well, Ohio State, 13-0. and 0. <laughs> Completely <laughs> decked out. Hell yeah, man. Fucking A, Fuck man. Wisconsin. Fuck Michigan. Fuck uh, Elizabeth, Pennsylvania. Oh. <laughs> um, I, I, I personally, I, I like Elizabeth, Pennsylvania, but to you each other. What I like about Elizabeth is leaving it. I like the paydays. Paydays so, are nice. Mm. Paydays are very nice. The payday, the money, and the paydays. The candy yes. bar, right? Yes, yes that's true. It's a good candy bar. Yeah, there you go. Payday's really good. <laughs> I, like I I personally am a big fan of a hundred grand candy bars. Personally, I've never had one. They're very good. They're they're similar to paydays, but I mean, the- well, hey, we're not going to get into the conversation of candy bars, or I got to bring up the one from the podcast I listened to, but we're not getting into that. That's oh, not why we're here. Oh all right, man! All right. all right, all right. Well, gentlemen, congratulations, new IWC Tag Team Champions, and obviously taking out the North and in a very strange, uh, I, I guess you could say, request. From Ethan Page to to Santa Claus um, has requested a, a rematch. So, uh, all in all, uh, what is your take on that? Well, my take is is when did Santa Claus become Grizzly Smith, the matchmaker around here? You know what I mean? <laughs> Look, here's the thing. Here, 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 here's the fact of the matter: is it does not matter if it's the North. It does not matter if it's the main event. It doesn't matter if it's the culmination team, Big League. It doesn't matter if it's the Board of Education, the STDs, the Rockers, the, Rock the Rock and, and Roll Express, Express the Midnight Express, uh, the, the, uh, the All Gimpy, Night Express. The Gimpy Lady and the guy with the lazy eye. The All Night Express. It doesn't matter. You, you, you know, it can be two circus midgets with mallets coming into the <laughs> ring. We will take on whoever whoever wants a shot at these IWC tag team titles, we just beat, arguably, the best tag team in the world. And I'll give credit to where it's due. The North is a fantastic tag team. We just happen to be a little bit better. And everybody's, you know, we, we, we heard all this stuff about the main event. The main event got their big tryout down at NXT. The, the main event got their big tryout. Hey, you know, that's great. You know, Duke and Gannon, you know, they're, they're down there in NXT. They're getting their big opportunity. We beat them too. So arguably, in the past six months, we have beat two of the best tag teams in the world today. All right? I- I'm waiting for a rebuttal. Anyone? I really don't have one. Well, yeah, my rebuttal right. is is we beat the North. They're going to go back up North. Their bag's a little bit lighter. And Duke and Gannon, I think that the only reason they accepted that tryout is because they knew they couldn't stay at IWC. Because if they did, they would have to face us. And they know they cannot beat us. You know, they got a better chance down there at NXT. There's some, there's some tag teams down there that I think that they want to take a shot at. And they maybe decided, hey, you know, it's, it, it gets cold up here in, in Pennsylvania They're in the winter. They're not tough enough. So what they might decide to do is go down to Florida where the weather's a little bit nicer, mm-hmm. where it's, you know, it never drops below 65 degrees. And, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, everyone's good when, when the temperature's above 65 you know, it, degrees. If, if I was soft, I would go live in Florida too. Absolutely, absolutely. And they got an opportunity to go down and try and make a name for themselves good down for in NXT. Good for, good for them. God bless. You leave IWC to us.
Gentlemen with Reloaded coming up in just a few short weeks, obviously. there There's a rematch there that may or may not be requested and granted. Who knows? But that reset button is, I mean, anything can happen. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, I've been a victim of the reset button on a couple of occasions. And you never know what you're going to get. You never know if you're going to get former legends. You never know if you're going to get the top independent stars. You never know if you're going to get the Liddy Lion and the T-Rex. You don't know what you're going to get when they hit the reset button. We have had world-class former world champions and they have sent the ring announcer to the ring on reset button night so you honestly don't know what you're gonna get and if you were somebody who was not one of the best tag teams in the world if you were somebody who was not the greatest of all time and the silver bullet if you were somebody like that that prospect might worry you but it doesn't worry us because it doesn't matter if it's the janitor and the it doesn't matter if it's the if it doesn't matter if it's the revival it doesn't matter it can be anyone in the world it could be anybody it could be anybody it 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 could be uh it could be their fat ass mama the guy inside it, absolutely could be that guy with the fat ass it could be could and be you anybody. know what we'll take them on so you know what you come to reloaded you come to reloaded you take your opportunity you take your shot you you cross your fingers and hope that reset button picks you and once we're done with that We'll move on to the North. We'll move on to TME. We'll move on to Stick and Eggs. We'll move on to all the teams that want to challenge us. And we will do the same thing that we have done since day one. Win. We're going to basically prove that we are the greatest tag team in the history of IWC. I don't think there's any more need to be said. Nope. That's what we want. That's what we expect. That's what we know we are. Dude, these meat sweats, uh, I just want to lay down and just get carted around. Literally, just like get pushed around my house so I can get some stuff done. And I, I don't have to just call it an early night. That That's literally what it is. But speaking of being carted around, there was a stretcher match. Oh, Jesus <laughs> no, I, I don't need to get carted around, but I just felt like that would be a perfect transitional point. Moving on from the tag team championship match, we had a... Very highly anticipated match. A very scary match, too. We had the stretcher match between Atticus and Sean Phoenix. Yeah, that one was a little roof. That, that was. The promo leading into it, too, fantastic. Got everyone invested in it if they weren't aware of everything that's happened between these two for so long. Uh, there was a very scary moment with Sean Phoenix where, I mean, the laundry list of things that went wrong from one move. Literally, and you see these videos all the time. Don't try this at home. Because this can happen to professionals too. And unfortunately, one one mistake. And I wouldn't even say it was a mistake. It, it just happens. Results in literally. I can't even go through the entire list of everything that was wrong with him. That, that happened because of that. Like lacerated like a lacerated spleen or something like that. Just the list was, uh, it was, oh, God, I can't even imagine having that many injuries at one time. And there was an event where they were trying to raise money for, for Sean, Fe- Sean Phoenix hearing aid so he could get a hearing aid. And it that's when Atticus came out said, we should have been planning your funeral instead. Like the next time we face you and I, I see you, like I'm, I'm gonna end you, and and at the last event, Sean Phoenix 
pretty much uh, it was still unfinished business. It, it didn't get taken care of at, at the last event. So here at Pittsburgh's Pro Wrestling Classic, a stretcher match was announced. And if you've never seen a stretcher match, the way that it works, you need to incapacitate your opponent to the point where you are able to cart them over the finish line on a stretcher. And this match was all over the place. I mean, inside, outside, and like through the crowd, just everywhere. It involved everything from, geez, tables. There were chairs. There were a door. A door. There was, Jesus, at one point there, there were trash cans and trash lids, just anything and everything that they could throw at each other and beat the living shit out of each other with. It, it was a fantastic match. And very hard-hitting, but a very uh, surprising, shocking moment within the match. It looked as though, at one point, Sean Phoenix was going to put Atticus away. Then the lights go out. And who's staying in the ring? None other than Otis, who is having a little bit of controversy himself uh, from uh, his recent return to help out his former friend. Uh, Well, I wouldn't say his former friend, it's still his friend, but helping out his friend when Atticus couldn't defend his championship, Otis makes his return and steps in and defends his title for him. So there's a little controversy all over at, at other promotions too with Otis appearing. And now he makes his presence known in IWC, costs Sean Phoenix the match and Atticus the victory. And the culmination looks stronger than ever with the return uh, of of Otis. So, uh, at this point, my my question to you would you would you say that the culmination is I, I at this point with Otis coming back, not taking anything away from any of the other members of the culmination, but would you say that this tandem is in line to? Truly dominate IWC? Yeah. I, I I don't even know what to say, man. They they got their heavy. Yeah. They they essentially they got they got their guy to kind of help push their way to the front. Well, everyone kind of felt that way when Otis was around, and unfortunately, that was a year ago when he when he disappeared after he took a fireball to the face. Yeah, so that's at probably this going to happen. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're going to disappear for a little bit, but he, he's back now. And I'm after a performance like that, after a domination like that, literally carting someone and incapacitating someone so much that not only did he get carted off on a stretcher, but he literally, like, there, there was a scary moment, too. He refused medical attention. He was screaming as he was trying to walk. And so in the, he, he was in pain. Yeah, and I don't think it's over at this point. I I feel sorry for the next group that has to deal with the culmination. So only time will tell there. But yep, there there was another great promo leading into another match, and that of course being the main event. And you kind of touched on this earlier. Yes, uh, unfortunately, the era of Argos has come to an end. <sighs> still upset. Still upset. You can keep clapping all you want. I'm going to. Yeah. Keep clapping. Keep clapping, you joke. So, first and foremost, I do want to uh, give a big round of applause and keep them going for Jackson Argos. You're a dick for stopping (laughs) clapping. Jackson Argos, uh, a fantastic title reign. The era of Argos 
has come to a unfortunate end at the hands of the hardcore icon of IWC, Jack Pollock, in a fantastic match. And we should probably apologize again. Why? Why? To Jack. To Jack? Well, you know what? I'm not but even going to talk about the match. Before before we get into the match. Oh, we're not going to talk we're about We're not even going to talk about nah, the match. fuck that match. You know what? It was fantastic. It was well, great. that's going to do it well, for this week's gonna, episode. Man, we yeah, had a no, great no, show. No, no, we, no. We fucked up, Jack. <laughs> we fucked up, and we apologize. That's that's all I'm going to say gonna to get, you. Yeah. Well, uh, we want to make it up to you. So at, at this point, uh, you called us on our bullshit, and we listened back to it on the on the drive back, and uh, yeah. you're 100% right. We fucked up. And... We we even like thought about it like hey like we should really like uh I don't know take this shit out no we we found it so flattering that it, the champion of IWC when he's basking in his victory decides you know what I'm gonna call out these dark match podcast dicks for like talking up every single match. Then it comes time for my match I don't even know what to say man I'm so excited all right that's gonna do it for this week's episode <laughs> and just a just abruptly ends the episode. We were just, I and I would like to. I didn't even know what to say. I, I was I so like, pumped for we it. We really were. It's, yes. We didn't want to. <sighs> I was so pumped. I didn't know. What and to I say. think that really was it. Is we were just so excited for this Jet. match that we we really just we couldn't describe it. <laughs> we, and we're not really we trying to bullshit. We were we're not trying to bullshit that that's exactly no. how it was. That we were just so We've been stoked waiting for this. for this match for like a year. Like it, there was a huge. It, it, that's true. A year and then, ago, we never thought this match would happen. But then he was also right that we had the hot take that I did that we didn't just say it on the air. Yeah, and that and you know what, <laughs> our hot take <laughs> came half, about half, half came to half fruition. After and we will tell you what this hot take was. Yes. We had this theory. Or at least I had said theory. Man, this is this whole episode. I didn't want to think about any theories that resulted in Jackson Argos losing the championship. That I I brought up that I thought there were, there was just something. Something was sitting with me that I thought a certain other member of the former Team Storm, R- yeah, this R- point. R.C. Dupree, yeah. was just biding his time and was going to make a turn. But what I didn't expect was that first he was going to hit Jack Pollock in the face with yes. a chair. Yes. And then he immediately turned around and hit Argos in the face with a chair. Yes. That's when I got excited. And then told them both to kiss his ass. And then he left the ring. And and then it was immediately escorted out by one Justin Plummer. Which, Justin, I, I have a I have a bone to pick we with We don't Justin. have a bone to pick. We absolutely no, don't have a bone. No, you may have a bone. No, I have I, zero bone. You have zero bone, so you feel like, like R.C. Dupree should be suspended. He was suspended. But you feel like he should have been suspended. That's my bone. Well, he was suspended. I understand. That's my bone to pick. He's suspended. Yeah. Why are you why did you suspend him? Because he interfered in a match that was a no disqualification match. They got turned. When, when you But he was still told he is not allowed to interfere, regardless he, of DQ or but, not. But but no, Forget. that's the thing. When a new match, he said this match is going to restart, which means that a new match is starting. No, it technically never ended. <coughs> yes, it it did. No, it because didn't. Those, those stipulations that it, it no, they just changed it. They mid match, they changed the stipulation, which then makes it a whole new match. But it's no, but the 
You only heard one bell, which started the match. You never heard said second bell to end the match. It you doesn't heard no matter. Anna- you heard no announcement. Once the stipulation. No, you're not going to give it. No, you're not going to give it. No. You move on with your fucking point already. No, I think I gave my point. I, I do get your point, but I don't agree with your point. I know, and I think you're an idiot. <laughs> no, I'm not. There's a new stipulation that's made. Therefore, but it's it- still the same match. He was told he was not allowed to get interfere in said match. It was still the same match because one bell started, no second bell ended it. Boom, roasted. Okay, here, here's my philosophy on it. So if Justin Plummer came out, he said that if he interfered in the match, he would be he would be suspended. And he interfered in the match. But, but, but they said if he interferes in any way, he would, he be, suspended. would be suspended indefinitely. And what did he do? He got in the middle of the match, hit both of them. After the match was made into a no disqualification it, yes, match. No disqualification for the members involved. It didn't, it still did not kill that stipulation. So and I die on this came, goddamn hill. No. That's fine, but I don't feel like R.C. Dupree, he didn't have any, in this case, he didn't have neg- any negative effect on the match. He didn't knocked matter. them both it out. Did, it did not matter. He was told not to get in the middle of it. Period. Oh, my God. Just get on the fucking Jack Pollock train and just be happy. I am fucking on that Jack Pollock train. I am, too, actually. Uh, I'm I'm on that train. I've always been a fan of Team Storm. I, I'm an even bigger fan now of R.C. Dupree because that was an Awesome fucking no, but, but even we just... I almost knocked the, you off the fucking... Yeah. <laughs> I almost knocked you off the fucking riser. I dude. know, and I was behind you, you dick. But, <laughs> he, but even then, it's like... getting Just getting back to the actual match between Argos and Pollock. God damn. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode. <laughs> God, he is never going to listen He's to He's not going to. He's, He's already fucking he turned already it off. He's already us. texting me like, what are these fucking dicks? It's like, you assholes. No, it was no. a fantastic match. So started off exactly how you would expect it to start off, because and there were some people around us too that were like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "Dude, they're fucking telling a story. They're, like, yeah. calm the fuck down." No, they that that match was they was told the perfect, perfect story, perfect storytelling. It, this it, they wanted to start off. It wasn't going to be a wrestling match. It was going to be a fight. You knew that going in. This isn't. This is personal. This isn't a wrestling match. They they but have also, personal. Yeah. Issues, but even with like, each other. But even with the start of it, where it's like it, you thought it was going to be the wrestling match, but yeah, everything they did, they counteracted each other because they fucking trained together. Exactly. So they knew everything they were going to do, yeah. and that's what, and that's what I thought was the great stories. How are, how are each of them going to get past each other? Yeah. How was it going to happen? Yeah, and then, and I think that's what happened. Where then Argos got to the point he couldn't figure it out, so he tried to find a way to get out with the title. He tried. He tried to get his champ, essentially his champion's advantage, get himself disqualified because he'd still keep the title. Yeah. And so he hit the. So he, you know, he pushed the ref down. He tried. Yeah. So, and that's what he did. And the ref almost blew the whistle, called the match. He decided he was going to walk out. Who has a fucking whistle? Okay, there? you almost rang the bell. Thank I was you. just saying blowing the whistle like it, it's a soccer thing. It's fine. He almost got red carded. It's fine. But <sighs> he, he decides at that point. You know what? No, this match is going to continue. He decides from there. Jackson's like, oh, you know what? Screw it. I'm the champion. I can get counted out, and I'm going to win my championship. So in this case, uh, Jack Pollock can take the victory, but I'm going to take the title home. And obviously, Justin wasn't having anything of that. 
It's the last event of 2019. They're not going to go out on that note. This match is going to have a definitive winner. This match is going to restart. It's a no disqualification match. And at that point, it killed out the RC Dupree rule, in my opinion. No. No, it didn't. It didn't, but still. See, you already just admitted. But I don't think you should be suspended. You already just admitted that I am right. You are right, okay? You are right, okay? But let's get into some individuals' takes on it. We'll, We'll finish up. I promise we will continue talking about the match, but... Let's talk with the champion himself, none other than Jack Polly. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. God, you are so excited right now, and it's upsetting, and it's really about ready to bring a tear to my eye. This sucks, because I, 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 I think even last week when we did our Man, reviews. Next year is going to be the best start of the year ever. It, 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 it's, yeah. it's a new era. It is a new era, and... Obviously, we're referring to a new area. Uh, oh, wow. Great I can't job. even talk right now. Man, you're sober. I'm sober. That's what sucks. Like, I drink more on our show, and I talk better than this. So <laughs> you're, you're hitting me right now. Again, like, what did I do to deserve this? But it is a new era. The era of Argos, unfortunately, has no, come to... No, fortunately. Has, unfortunately, fortunately. come to an end. And we have a new IWC heavyweight champion, none other than the hardcore icon, Jack Pollock. Who, who is here with us right now. It, it is a, a very culminating moment. A, a lot of emotion going into this match. A lot of build-up. A lot of fantastic promo videos as well. And I I know we posted quite a few of them yeah. that, to get individuals pumped up for this match. But uh, first and foremost, before we get into the actual match itself, we get into the outcome. I do have to ask about your mo- emotions following the events of tonight. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's real cathartic. Uh, I'm def- I definitely feel like I'm a man of my word because back in August when I said uh, I came back, I said I'm going to be the guy that ends the era of Argus. And, you know, uh, whether you like it or not, one of us here likes it, the other one doesn't. I'm the guy that ended the era of Argus. Speak it into existence. It, it is. Can I ask a question real quick? Sure. So, like, I listened to the podcast last week or this week, whenever this is actually airing, uh, and uh, I heard that uh, you guys had a hot take going into the match. Uh, but I, you guys ended the show very abruptly. It's like I listen to the whole show and I go, they're going to talk about this match a lot. And then I was like, hey, we're going off the air. I think Pollock's winning. I think Argus is winning. You guys are great. Well, it, here's the thing. Cause he, Check it, the replay on TNT later. <laughs> the the funny thing was he said I have a hot take we'll discuss off the air oh, yeah, yeah. which we really need to stop doing that and Dave is uh, very much uh, very guilty uh, of doing that every now and then the the hot take he actually had go figure I was, came true I was, I was came true I was half right you, he was half right he said that uh, that R C Dupree w- was going to interfere in the match and I, somehow I thought he was going to turn on Argos. And I was half right yeah. because he started with you, unfortunately. Half right, half wrong, you know, yeah. glass half full, glass half empty. Great batting, 500, great batting average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that ain't too shabby. No, so that was the hot take, and it's good to hear that he did listen to it, did get the hot take on yeah. it. But we, we need to stop doing those off of the air. Maybe we should yeah, just continue true. just recording. So I think I've told you that, too, but continue. <laughs> we continue. say that all the time, but it like was we just. just so abrupt. You guys were talking about every other match, and then you got to the main event, and you go, I can't wait for this. I'm so excited. X, Y, Z. And we're done. And I go, I listened to 50 plus minutes of this podcast. 
to hear you guys put me over. And at the end of the day, I got like 35 seconds. Cool. Whatever. Well, because, we're going to have like Pat, an entire because episode. Pat shuts me down because he is all for the era of Argos. But guess what? It's a new day. New era. Whatever. New day, new era. Same thing. So the era of Argos is dead. Long live the era of the hardcore icon, Jack Pollock. Hardcore is not dead. Just saying. It's not dead, but I, I do have a hot take right now on you, but thank you so much for coming. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to leave you like that. I, I do have a hot take because you said you listened to the show. Now, if you listen to the show, at the beginning of the show, we always have former guests kind of welcome you to the Dark Match podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those happens to be yourself. Um, where you said you're listening to the Dark Match podcast. I don't know why, but whatever. So, but you listened to it. <laughs> Different time in my life, guys. You know, I didn't know who I was back then. Uh, you know. He, he took some time. He's he's now been healed. It's a whole new yeah, mindset. So, something with the ligament in my leg, you know, it changed my personality, you know, new knee, new me. 2020, it's going to be great now. Well, the funny thing was, we actually had you on a week before you actually had made your announcement that you were going to be leaving IWC for recovery and for surgery. So I, I feel a little left out because we, we asked you about the big announcement and you said, uh, I guess you're going to have to come to Elizabeth, Pennsylvania to find out. I could have told you He guys. did his job. Yeah, I, I could have told you guys. I knew for months. Yeah. yeah. So, but we're glad to see you back and it, it obviously has all paid off and you are the new IWC heavyweight champion. So I, I do have to ask, with Reloaded coming up in a few weeks, and I, I know we've said it over and over again, anything can happen. But so what are what are your takeaways from this? What are your thoughts and any type of insight you can truly give us? Uh, you know what? Uh, 2020 is going to be a wild ride, I feel. And uh, Jack Pollock's just going to show up and do what he does, kick ass, take names, and try to defend that title every night that I can because it's a title that I uh, hold very precious in my life, and it's what I want right now. Well, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, we will stop with our hot takes. Um, <laughs> for Christmas, I, I'm probably going to send you a, a new hoodie. Not going to lie. It's kind of poking out there. Not yeah, a big fan of it. Uh, I've had this thing for like 12 years. Oh, okay. Well, There's holes in the elbows right now, but I still wear it. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Well, we're going to send you one. It's going to be like orange and brown. But, uh, yeah, we'll- they're doing good, right? No, they're not at all. Oh, okay. But, but yeah. they're, they're probably, it, it's really warm. Probably. <laughs> the, the games certainly aren't. And layers the- upon layers. I, I dress hobo chic. You know, I look like I'm homeless, <laughs> but people go, ah, I bet he doesn't smell that bad. Mm. You really and, don't. And then he'll kick your ass. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll fight, I'll fight anyone. I don't care. Well, I'm, I'm going to end this interview abruptly like we did uh, last week's episode to avoid getting my ass kicked. And uh, but Jack congratul- Pop, congratulations. Thank you guys so much. So kind of going back into the match after we were uh, quickly told off by the new IWC heavyweight champion that we really need to revamp our um, hot takes. <laughs> and uh, Or actually give our hot takes. We, we need to give our hot takes. We can't say like, hey, we'll talk about it off the air. No, like uh, we'll, we'll talk about it on the air Yeah, because that's the way it should be. So in this case, uh, Jack, uh, he put us in our place. So. No more hot takes. Uh, hey, but we appreciate it, though. Uh, fantastic match. Oh, no. We definitely appreciated it because he, he was 100% right, and we really need to uh, watch what and, we... And, uh, hey, the, cur- the current heavyweight champion listens to our show. He does. He said he's, he's listened uh, to quite a few episodes, actually, which we, we definitely appreciate and respect the fact that uh, 
out of all the things he could be doing, um, like uh, buying a new hoodie um, in particular, but uh, yeah, uh, he he needs an orange or brown one, but that, yeah, that's just my own opinion. Yeah, but gonna, uh, yeah. in this case, uh, in the meantime, when he, he's not shopping for an orange and brown... Uh, he is ending eras. Shut up. But <laughs> fantastic match. Some great. Dude, it really was. Some great moments. Uh, the the spot outside through the chair uh, through the table. Actually, not the chair. The chair was a completely different spot. But in this case, uh, the the spot outside through yeah. the chair uh, through. I almost oh said chair again. You said. Jesus, I H. don't Christ. want to admit that the air is over, man. Not over it. But I'm I'm proud. I'm happy for for Jack. I even called him because he called us out. I was like, hey, remember that one time where like, I asked you to, to say something at the beginning of an episode, and uh, you were like, uh, I don't know why you're listening to it, but whatever. And, he, and then he goes on to say, hey, I listen to your show. Like, I actually uh, enjoy it. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's great. So Thanks, buddy. <laughs> thanks, buddy. But fantastic match overall. Exactly what we expected it to be. And it, what we it, tur- it ended up turning into that fight. Yeah, that we were uh, all a little bit better, too, yeah. So, because we we kind of took it to the max, I, I saw a different ending. But, oh, and uh, then and then we even turned, yeah, because then it just <laughs> with it being no DQ, they just start going everywhere. And next thing you know, he's just throws them through like the exit doors. Yep, bring you know, brings Argos back in, and then <laughs> they're dragging right time, behind him. It's like time what time up. the time up. the little kids that ran past. I'm just like that's not, not a great a idea, kids. As soon as they go. as soon as they saw come back, they ran back. I'm like, told you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just see like half a dozen little kids like, yeah, because Pollock throws Argos through the exit door, and then you just see six little kids like, whoa! And, and then you see the fight! Yeah, like, that's yeah, not a smart like, that's idea! That's not going to be a good idea! <laughs> and then Pollock turns just, around. just turns around and starts dragging him back, and you just see six kids running away again. Oh, I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is so one. your first wrestling show. <laughs> that was such a good moment, man. And then he starts yelling, move! I'm like, I'm standing still, bro. Like, it's, like it's like we're not doing it your way. Like, we just want to see the fight. Brings them back into the ring. Then, uh, as we had already mentioned, uh, R.C. Dupree gets involved, uh, knocks them both out with chair shots. Match continues from there. Pollock is busted open. Well, yeah, he got yeah he got busted over he got open blasted. after. Uh, after Jackson threw the chair back at him again, yeah, and uh, yeah, that one cut him open pretty good, as you can see it. from certain uh, post-match pictures. And <laughs> what I love was he posted on there my new dating app profile pic, <laughs> and I literally just commented on it like I'd swipe right. <laughs> Did not get as many likes for it as I thought we would, but I'll of I'll take it not. regardless. But. Congratulations going out to to Jack Pollock, and he is now the new IWC Heavyweight Champion and reclaims the championship uh, that even in his last last, uh, time holding it, the two out of three falls match with Wardlow, still one of my favorite moments from from last year, and I think that there was quite a few matches, so just kind of looking at it, if you were to kind of think back, it's the end of the year now. IWC has officially put a a stamp on 2019. If you were to say what your match of the year was, what would you 
what would you classify? Because I, I already got mine right up in my noggin here. Was it one we went to? Yes, it was. I would you it, give it that too? I think it's the same one we're talking I, about. I, I would actually, uh, I, I think it's a tie. But go figure, they they both uh, involve the same person. So my, my two matches of the year, uh, I would have to go with uh, first, uh, Andrew Palace versus Ale- uh, uh, Alexander at Threat Level Midnight. And then my second match of the year would have to be Josh Alexander versus Wardlow at Cage Fury. Those were my two matches of the year. That's what I would give my match of the year. Moment of the year. Uh, was when the reset button was initiated and uh, Jackson Argos became the new IWC champion. Oh, I, th- I think I that think, was the shock of the year. I, th- I think the no, I think the best one was the end was the very end of uh, of of this one when the era <laughs> ended. Okay, okay, <laughs> that, that's on you. Uh, bre- <laughs> breakout star of the year. Who are you going to give that to? Ooh, ooh, yeah, I know, right. Yeah, I'll let you kind of ponder on that one for a second. Breakout think, star of the year. I think it's gonna. I I got mine. I think it's got to be Johnny Patch. Wow, wow, we we are thinking alike here. I'm gonna have to go with uh, Johnny Patch as well. Uh, let's uh, kind of turn the tables here. Let's go tag team of the year. Who who you got here? Well, right, that's tough because you had a mo- multiple teams who had multiple title reigns this year. Yes. So, who you taking? Who you got? Who you got? I think I think right now you may have to go with the current tag title holders. You're going to go with the regulators? It's, I, it's, a, it's a tough I call. Thought, I thought you were going to go with TME. That's I the thought, other one. I'm. It's 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 like a one A one B. But here's here's my take though. Because I'm going with the regulators because the regulators have now beaten. They've beaten in this case. TME. Yeah. And they beat in the North. TME did not defeat the North. True. So I'm going to go with the regulators on this one. Tag teams, tag team of the year, in my opinion, goes to the regulators. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Women's, women's star of the year. Hmm. Who you got? I think, got, that one's, got, I think that one's a tie as well. It, it's a tie. You got uh, you got Katie Arquette and Ray Lynn. Yeah. I'm going to go, uh, in this case, uh, just... <sighs> I am going to have to go with... Uh, I'm going to have to go with Ray Lynn, too. Yeah. No offense, uh, Katie Arquette. I think you had a fantastic year. I, I think uh, it was very close. I got to go with Ray Lynn here, though. Uh, let's go with... Male superstar of the year. Who you got? I, I come on. I you're gonna make it. some. You're gonna make some enemies here. You gonna make some enemies. Who you got? Who make you some enemies. What? It's some enemies. It's from Finding Nemo. Humor me. You got some enemies here. Who you got? I, I think it's got to be Argos. It's got to be Argos. Wow. Wow. Never thought those words would come out of your mouth. If you, if, you, if you really if you really want to think about to the body of work for the year, it's it's Argos. Argos it's, was a story all yeah, year it, long. He he really was from the start of the year. He won, he you know he got the reset button at the start of the year, mm-hmm. used it to his advantage, and carried that title for the rest of the year. 
Mm-hmm. Once it once he once he got his shot there at Super Indy. I agree. So, so as, as much Argos. as I hate to say it and I feel nauseous saying it, it's it's Argo, male Argos superstar would be. of the year, IWC male superstar of the year, Jackson Argos, and that will do it for in, in that yeah. regard. Yeah. So and we still actually have one more person's thoughts we never actually hit on. No, and that's what I want to touch on right now. If you even want to, uh, if you want to call him that, but uh, we obviously had a lot of questions following uh, Pittsburgh Pro Wrestling Classic, and I think a lot of people shared in those opinions as well. Why, why, and why? I think are uh, it kind of sums up everything. Yeah. So we were able to not necessarily at the after party, but. We actually, after the main event, ran out side of court time, and we actually caught up with uh, with none other. We're going to take that back here in three, two, one. We were able to catch up with R.C. Dupree at the after party uh, as he was walking in as well. And before we kind of got uh, situated, we, we decided to try to get a couple words in with none other than R.C. Dupree. And, uh, well... Now, earlier in the night, a stipulation was made that if R.C. Dupree interferes in the match whatsoever, he is suspended indefinitely. But once those stipulations came out, obviously that did change. So I, I I don't know at this point, but in a shocking turn of events... R.C. Dupree comes out with the steel, grabs a steel chair, looks at Jackson Argos and says, I have to do this, nails Jack Pollock with a chair, at which point I'm yelling and screaming in excitement, to which then R.C. Dupree turns the chair and hits Jackson Argos with the chair and, and leaves the ring in a very unique fashion. So I do have to ask, because we do have... R.C. Dupree with us here right now. First and foremost, can you tell us a little bit of what's going on? I'm I'm flabbergasted. We're, I'm, we're in a much different much different time than the last time we spoke. Absolutely. So yeah, what, what what's, what's what's going on? Yeah, you saw what happened out there. Do 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 you think I want to be giving an interview right now? Well, I I think a lot of people have questions. I I personally have a lot of questions and want to know what's going on and what obviously is next. Like why? Here's Team Storm. It, it obviously the main event has built on more than a few years of history. You you partner yourself up with Jackson Argos in an attempt to take over IWC and in a blink of an eye you hit him over the head with a chair and potentially cost him the IWC Heavyweight Championship. But why? No comment. Well, w- what's next for R.C. Dupree? No comment. Okay. Um, anything that you're, you're willing to talk about? No comment. Dave? I, um, I, I hate to steal somebody, somebody else's saying, but is this R.C.'s time? No comment. Well, Dave, we, we have we a we, we we got a blooming onion inside. I guess uh, no comment on that, my friend. So you don't want to change any of your answers with any of the superstars we just listed at this point. No, no comment. No comment. No comment. So no you're comment. taking the RC Dupree approach. No comment. We we have so many questions that are left unanswered and all kinds of. Uh, 
I, I guess you can say a bunch of things on the table for two, for 2020 in this case. It's the end of a decade, and you're going to end this with no comment. No comment. All right. Well, that is going to do it for this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed our official review of IWC's Pro Wrestling Classic. We will see you in 2020, but that, of course, being IWC, we will be back next week with a very exciting interview with an individual that, uh, needless to say, has uh, quite a bit of heat is the best way I can truly put it. But be sure to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't done so yet. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. The list goes on and on. CastBox. If you have any trouble finding the podcast, all you have to do is let us know. I mean, if you're listening to this right now, you found the podcast. But if you need to find alternative places or you need to tell your friends, just send us a message. We'll send you some of our links. You can find them all across our social media platforms. And then, of course, be sure to like and subscribe. Be sure to drop a rating as well if you haven't done so already. But we will see you next week. Thank you so much. And from myself and from Dave, we had a personal goal by the end of 2019. The one thing we wanted to do, we've had a strong Twitter following. But there is some followings that we wanted to get our numbers up. One in particular was Instagram. And the one thing that we wanted to do by the end of 2019 in this regard is to hit a milestone of 1,000 followers. Doesn't seem like a lot to a lot of you, but if you follow our personal pages, you would understand. It's a whole lot of nothing. A whole (laughs) lot of nothing. A whole lot of nothing. So we truly appreciate each and every, all 1,002 of you at this point. Currently But be sure to send our page to all of your friends, any wrestling fans that you may know. We would truly appreciate it. Please follow along our journey into 2020 where we already have already very exciting interviews already lined up some individuals that i know a lot of you have been sending and keep sending those as well if there's anyone you want to see on the show anybody at all send us a message it's not unrealistic some of the guests that we had this year just kind of looking back and that's what we're going to do next week too we're going to do our own year in review and kind of touch on all the interviews that we did in 2019 and also touch on the fact that we had a new introduction to the show of course that being my co-host dave on to the show in 2019. And we got some big things g- oh, gearing dude. up for 20 t- for 2020. Yeah, we're going to retire think, that term too. Think, yeah, yeah, we're, no, we're, we're going to retire a lot. We are going to retire a lot. We're going to kick up. I know things we've been talking about doing here for a few months that we're going to finally kind of get kick-started. Mm, 2020 is going to be a, a hell of a year. Fresh start to a degree. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a fresh new start, a fresh new look, a fresh new sound, and a fresh new location as well if you want to find out what we're talking about well you're just gonna have to tune in but we will see you next week for our last episode yep you heard that right our last Last episode episode of of 2019. 2019 see ya next week